These are the Keishi Tapes. Yuman and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, it's time for another The Keishi Tapes episode. I'm John Yu. Is it The Keishi Tapes or just Keishi Tapes? What, uh, is, what do you want to go with? I don't know. I it's mean, that, on hashtags, I think I do Keishi Tapes now. You know? I thought it was The Keishi Tapes. Well, it doesn't. Well, when people search for it, maybe on their wherever they get their podcast, that's what they should search. I don't know. I think. Who, who are you again? <laughs> Start over. No, no. I, I thought it was the Casey tapes because well, that's what that's, it's about. It's about right. the Casey, just Casey tapes. Casey tapes. We can yeah. say what we want. It's ours. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had. I don't know if you've had tapeworm in the past, but I had. Anyway, <laughs> I have not. It conjures up that to me. Casey tapeworms. No. Uh, anyway, so. Uh, your Twitter handle, I think you were getting to. Oh, yeah, at STLU Man. <laughs> follow me, and you are. Favaz, and you can follow me, Keishi Guy. Okay, today we're uh, going back in time to an interview that Favaz did on the phone with the great Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin. On June 5th, 1998. How about that? I've got it. I was telling John, I, you know, this is on Real to Real. And uh, I've got it in a box, and it's all marked nice and pretty with with blue uh, Sharpie, and I even put it on the side and everything. And I was like, you can tell how much I I treasure this by doing that, because all the rest of them are just in in there. Just taped on in a box. Uh, Yeah, there's some written on the outside, (laughs) nothing written on the spine. you got to look at everything. Some of it is written in grease pencil on the tape itself, so (laughs) this one is a big deal. Yeah, and and as I'm going through all these tapes, too, from the Casey Vault and listening to all kinds of stuff— it's amazing how horrible we were at documenting it these things. Really was, I'm really pissed at myself yeah. for it. Most tapes have no writing on them whatsoever. I have no idea what I'm about to hear yeah. when I put the yeah, tape on the machine. Yeah, I have a lot like that, too. And I found a bunch of cassettes. I don't know if I told oh, you that. yeah. So, uh, like, like, you know, we did Zach Wilde a couple weeks ago. I found the good Zach Wilde <laughs> <laughs> from 1997, yeah, the whole should, tape. I haven't listened to it. But, we should, we should have done that one first and did the chronology to how uh, it ended. Oh, well. But anyway, so... Yeah, Jimmy Page. So what set this interview up? Why did he? Why was he calling? Okay, so he was calling because him and Robert Plant were going to play at was it called Scott? No, it wasn't Scott Trade. That it might have been Sap. No, it was Keel Center. I think I even say it. They they were playing uh, that week, so it was you know one of those interviews to promote the show. And I happened to be uh, working for the afternoon guy who was off. Uh, I was still doing nights. Yeah. And so I, I got lucky. I happened oh. to be the guy, wow. you know, hey, you're going to interview Jimmy Page tomorrow or, or whatever it was. I don't know if he was on vacation, but uh, I said, sure. And I did it. And, you know, anybody that's ever heard me has always said my top three bands are Led Zeppelin, Pearl Jam, and and uh, the Black Crows. Not in any order. Yeah. So to interview Jimmy, Jimmy Page was Oh, monstrous yeah. for me. And, and the guy's history is just incredible. Yeah. You know, going back to the days when he was a session musician and he plays guitar on, on songs you would never even think right. that he was being, like Downtown by Petula Clark. He's playing guitar on that. I had no idea he was on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, um, um, oh, there was another one. Uh, See, I could have asked him about that had I known that. Oh, well. <laughs> um, oh, uh Donovan, uh, uh, Sunshine uh, uh, Superman. Sunshine Superman. Yeah. I remember that one, too. He's on that. Wow. He's on a bunch of stuff. I knew he was a session player, and, of course, he was in the Yardbirds and left the Yardbirds to to form Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Also with The Who. He recorded with The Who back in the day. He's he's on I Can't Explain. He he recorded with... uh, the Stones at, at for, for a particular time, uh, uh, maybe even the Beatles. Who it's knows? amazing. 
Jimmy, it's amazing this Jimmy guy's Page, career. baby. Yeah. Love him. Now, oh, we better get going here with the end. Yeah. I was going to go into some <laughs> Go ahead. Here we go. This is, by the way, off real to real tape. Yes. I don't hear it now. There, it's Favaz doing it for Randy Rayleigh today. And ladies and gentlemen, I never thought I'd be able to say this, but live on the phone is Mr. Jimmy Page. Jimmy, hello. Favaz, nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you. And you sound young. I do. Uh, and I was I was just shocked that he said my name right there. Yeah. Because yeah. he says it wrong later. You'll you'll enjoy it later. <laughs> like Ozzy does? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yes, Where's yes. that interview? Uh, I got it somewhere. You got that one? Oh. I mean, I've interviewed Ozzy like twice. And I think yeah. some of them may be digital on the computer. I'll have to look. But, you know, I, yeah, what did I've he got say? it somewhere. Favaz of Favaz. What a fucking weird name, man. <laughs> Oh, I Ozzie. love it. I love it. Yep. All right, here we go. Where are you calling from right now? Well, I'm in Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. So you got a gig there tonight, huh? No, we've actually we've got one of those very rare things that it's called a, d- a day off. You have a day off? I've got a day off. Yeah, I'm going to get out there and get to hear some music tonight with any luck. Tomorrow night we're playing here. I see. And, uh, and of course, we're moving on. That's right. You come to St. Louis, a uh, contemporary production uh, at the Keel Center on Sunday the 7th. And I just heard that they released some really good tickets today, like right off the side of the stage. So oh, that's you, cool. Yeah, so you can still get tickets to see Jimmy yeah. Page and Robert Plant. And Jimmy, I, this was just a tour between those two. They didn't call it Led Zeppelin. Yeah, it was, it was, pa- a, yeah, I was guess it, it was an Page acoustic Plant. thing? Uh, no, no, it was. Uh, it was. Do you sure. remember that record, Walking into Clarksdale? Yes. Was that what it was yes. called? I believe it was in support of this record. Oh, okay. So, yeah. The you, first thing I want to... Did you hear me say contemporary productions, too? Yeah. That's yeah. no longer around. That's no. now basically Live Nation. Yeah. So, yeah. ask you, man, uh, this recording and traveling around, is this still fun for you? Yeah. Is it? it well, the playing part is... I love the playing part. You know, it's it's, it's really good. The, the, the traveling can get a bit be a bit tiring, but the thing is, the one thing that I do is I just save all my energy to get on the stage. So that, that's, that's how it should be, really, isn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. You know? And we... we yeah, we got a really high power sh- show because it's like with the with the unleaded tour that we did, as good as it was and as proud of it as I, as as I was, there was a lot of information for people to take in with all these orchestras and right. That's, I was going to ask you about that. This yeah, time... well, yeah, and hurdy gurdy players and all of that. I mean, it was good in a way because it gave us a chance to have a rest between numbers. Now there's not a hope in hell of any rest anywhere. Certainly for JP, there's no <laughs> there's no rest. It's the, you, you get on and, and it's high power rock and roll right from the start. So the whole reaction to everything we're doing, obviously it's, it's accessible for people and they're going wild. I mean, the, the audience oh. is really, sorry, really sorry. loud. You know, they deafen you. So that gives you an idea of, how, of the, what we're drumming up as far as support from the audience. And we've got a really good set in so much that we've got... We're doing three numbers from the... Uh, from the album, we're d- doing a di- most high, which is a diff- slightly different version to to the single that you got there in the, okay. in the album. He doesn't sound how he looks because uh, I think Jimmy Page has aged very eloquently. Yeah, and he, he kind of sounds like a little dweeby guy. I, he's it, not... Well, that I just marvel at the fact that he sounded awake and up and yeah. like he was excited. Like you know, how many interviews have, has he done in his life? Yeah, you he's know, like especially he's really, on the phone. Yeah, you know, yeah. so he 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 sounds really cool to me. And he, did you hear him say he mentioned hurdy gurdy players? Yes. What the hell is that? That that was uh, just like a an old sixties type uh, style of music, I think, in England back in those days. Just <laughs> wow. hurdy gurdy. That was funny. Well, there, there was a hit, hurdy gurdy man. I'm trying to think of who the artist was now on that. Mm. But, um, 
That's that, funny. That, that might be something people might know that term from that that hit song. But, but he was saying hurdy gurdy players. Anyway. Yeah. So. And then um, um, let's see. We're doing shining in the light. And uh, I'm going to play that here in just a little bit. That's a good tune. Oh, yeah, 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 I like that. We've got one. a That's different a version one. of that already now. We've changed the arrangement. <laughs> so, uh, and then we either do When I Was a Child or Heart in Your Hand. Now, I'm telling you this is because I've already mentioned that we changed two numbers already, the, the running order of them. And, uh, and that gives you an ex- a good idea of how, how we are on stage. The whole thing is is really highly charged going for just you know like new heights every night which is which is really really good now being in the four piece i've got the chance to do that in in, in within the unleaded tour i didn't have any chance to stretch out really you know what i mean i was going to ask you because with that big orchestra yeah i had like a solo to do here and there right on this i'm building all the way through the night so you know people are really that's just great you know it's it's as i say it's a good it's a really good balanced set i'm really looking forward to coming and playing and telling you about well, we can't wait. I mean, I mean, people have been talking about it. We we had a you know we had the set list, I guess, from your first show in Pensacola, and we were talking that all the Zeppelin tracks that you're going to play that night. It's it's going to be unbelievable. Well, that's it. You know, as I said, we're doing three numbers from the album. Everything else is Led Zeppelin. There's nothing from of our solo careers because it doesn't come into the equation. Why wasn't I at that show? I, I, June seventh, nineteen ninety eight. What the hell was I doing? Yeah, I have no idea. I know, same here. I I, I don't. I, I wasn't there. A lot of times for me, it was uh, you know Cardinal games, uh, right? So I missed a lot of stuff that way. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Him, uh, him and Robert Plant doing three new songs from their Patriot. <laughs> the rest is all Led Zeppelin. Damn it! I know. And then it makes you say, it makes you ask, you know, why not now? And I, I know that's the obvious yeah. thing, but. And then we saw Robert Plant just come through here not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, he doing, was good. Doing Led Zeppelin music with uh, the the Shapeshifters. Yes, and and, I and to, he can do it. He can do it. He can do it good enough. Put it that way. He, he was. I thought he was really good. And you could tell when he when, he, when they started a Zeppelin song, people were just just dying yes. to sing. They couldn't wait to 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 get to the part where they could sing. And yeah. I was just like, oh my god, this is too cool. It's hard to believe. That whatever it is that's holding them back from doing that yeah. is more powerful than what is out there just waiting for them right. in huge numbers. I mean, these guys have sold you know two hundred million albums, whatever right. it is, more than that probably around the world. Right, and it, it's it's uh, it's just amazing to me that they can't figure something out. What was it? Two twenty fourteen? Weren't they both? Uh, I thought Robert Plant said something about uh, he'd he'd love to do it, and then uh, Jimmy Page said something like, uh, um, I don't know, they. Who knows he's, what 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 is going on there? Yeah, he, I mean, because one will say one thing, and one will, you know, Robert Plant did his Allison Krauss thing, with, yeah. you know, and then you know Jimmy Page. It always seems like Jimmy Page is the one ready to play, and it, everything gets blamed on Robert Plant for not wanting to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just I don't, hard. To but I will say this: I took my fourteen-year-old to see Robert Plant. You know. And he goes, Dad, it's just really cool to be in the same building as Robert Plant. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're damn right it I is. Know, yeah. I know, I so, know. Right, it's exactly. just really what, you know, what we do best, which is playing in a full piece. Robert's singing, you, Robert is singing so well. Yeah. It's great. And I, 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 even though I'm saying it myself, I'm really playing well, too, which is cool. Are, are you going to whip the bow out tomorrow night, Jimmy? Yeah, I do. How about that? 
<laughs> we can't wait. We're talking to yeah. Jimmy Page live on Casey. And uh, Jimmy, I got to ask you a couple questions. Uh, this first one is about Pearl Jam. I, I think you're aware of their their track "Given to Fly." Yeah, given to steal. Uh, given to uh, give. Oh, Stop. here we go. Stop right there. Yeah. All right. So, do you remember the story? No. Okay. So it was back in the day uh, when that record came out. I don't know if that was the Yield record from Pearl Jam or whatever, but given the great song that they still do live today, "Given to Fly." They were accused of ripping that off from Led Zeppelin, of using the melody from, I believe, Going to California. Oh, okay. I never understood. I never heard it, yeah. you know. But years later, uh, Robert Plant has has played with Pearl Jam. I mean, he's got yeah. joined them on stage. Mm-hmm. And who mm-hmm. knows, Jimmy Page probably has too, but I know Plant has. So this is what, this is was a hot topic then, and that's why. That's why he said that. That's why. Given to steal. Coming from a guy who had yeah. been accused in the past right. of stealing Music. If people don't know that, in fact, they're getting sued again for yeah. Stairway to Heaven because that one dude, is it Randy well, California? Randy, well, Randy California is dead, stuff. but he's dead. His, his family estate, his estate yeah. is, is resuing them, saying that he was the original or, you know, he had the, the basis for Stairway to Heaven and that he took it. So, yeah, the song Taurus by Spirit yeah. sounds very eerily like the beginning, especially, of Stairway to Heaven. Mm. And, yeah, Randy California's estate. And other members, I think, of uh, Spirit too might be involved in the lawsuit. Uh, claim that it was it was it was stolen, uh, and it just so, so happens that Spirit and Led Zeppelin were touring yes. at, at the time to, together as well. So Jimmy was hearing uh, at the sound checks and on stage if he was at the concert backstage that particular song. So what happened? What, in that, what happened in that court case was this: uh, Led Zeppelin. Uh, uh, they they won the the court case, but the songs were not allowed to be played in the courtroom. Right. They were just going by the sheet music. Yeah, and it didn't have the same effect. I but guess. But now they're going to be allowed. Now they're going to play. Now they're going to be able to play the music yeah. in the courtroom. We'll see how see if that changes the so verdict. Given to steal. Yes. <laughs> given to steal. Now, if uh, people that are familiar with this track, it sounds hauntingly like going to California. First of all, when did you hear it, and what was your reaction when you heard it? Well. I heard it back in England. Somebody played it as as a point of reference, and and I just thought they should know better, really. <laughs> you know, I Gee, mean, they, I, thought, they... I thought all that blatant sort of stealing and pretending you've never heard it before went out with the ark. That they've probably wow, he continues to go on and on about it. It went out with the ark, and here I am saying it sounds hauntingly like going to California. <laughs> I was just making that up. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I still don't to this day. I would have thought because I like both songs a lot. Yeah, you know, I would have thought he was just touched on it, and move on to something else. But no, uh, no, he's no. going on. You heard going to California just a couple times, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I got a feeling they might have done. Yeah, and I tell you what, if they didn't, I'm sure somebody along the line, like a producer or an engineer or somebody in a record company or somebody somewhere, might have heard it. Otherwise. I don't know why we get such a good reaction when we do it every night. Maybe they think we're doing a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> <laughs> did you think about taking them to court or anything over that? Or I was, did. Did you? Did you? What did, I did. What did Robert say? Huh? What did Robert say? Oh, yeah, I think he did too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on with it, but uh, I, I, really, I really think it's a, bit, it's a bit insulting, really. All right. Well, what about... To- so I don't think anything ever happened with it. I don't think they no, took them to court or, or anything. No. So there. God, again, I'm surprised that he uh, he went off as hard yeah. as he did based on his history. <clears throat> hmm. Yep.
Let's talk about this uh, Puff Daddy tune that's yeah. on the Godzilla soundtrack. I must say that I like it. I think it's great. Um, it's it's cashmere done to uh, Puff Daddy's version, which is now called Come With Me. Yeah. And, and how did that all come about? You know, came... Do you remember that version? Uh, I, I don't we remember it, it, I but, think. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we did. I was anyway. never a big fan of it. Uh, so it was the Godzilla movie and Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy. Yeah. I don't know what he's called now. I think yeah. it's back to Puff Daddy. He, I, I well, I don't. It, all I know is it, the song was based on Kashmir, and he redid it, and I think Jimmy tells the story of how it all came together. Now, via uh, the, the, the Godzilla film. Right. Because um, he went, uh, first of all, I, I saw the Titanic with my son who lives over here, okay? Lives in, uh, he lives in New Orleans. Yeah. And uh, they, had a, they had like a trailer to the Godzilla film. And it was the bit where, apparently there were two, but the bit that I saw was the one with the, where the guy's fishing. You know, have you seen right. that? With the tidal wave? I, I saw, the, yeah, I did see that. And clip. then just the eye. Well, even after all of there. the whole of the, um, <laughs> the Titanic film, which was pretty spectacular, wasn't it? I could still remember this Godzilla image, you know, this flash. And I got back to England, and um, the phone rang on a Thursday, and it was with... with that Puff Daddy had been approached um, by the film people to do a soundtrack, you know, like a soundtrack uh, title thing, and um, that, that he had just got so, so into doing, like, a version of Kashmir, and that he didn't want to do a sample, he wanted to do it with me. Now, this is a Thursday, and I spoke to him on the phone on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, lo and behold, we were doing it on the Saturday... And not only when, when I say we were doing it, we were actually creating a media first because right, tell I was in London, this. he's in LA, and we got a, a satellite link up to see each other. There was a slight delay to that, but simultaneously the tape machines were running in England and in Los Angeles, and as I was playing in in uh, London, it was going directly on the tape in LA. That, that is unbelievable. That's never been done before, has it? No, no, it was a first. It was a first. A lot of the film people there that were doing like the video and everything were a bit nervous because they thought, oh well, this could, you know, this this is maybe how they're going to be produ- uh, directing films in the future. Ah, right. But uh, anyway, it was it was really cool, and then then I did all my guitar bits. And then he was going to go in the studio and put on an orchestra. Apparently, put two orchestras on it simultaneously. Wow! And uh, when I did some press over in New York to to to, to hear, to, I mean, to, to um, for, for for walking into Clarksdale, I was invited to the studio to hear the finished version. I thought he did a great job on it. I, 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 like it. I mean, I, like I think it. his vocals are really good. What? T- I'll have to listen to that. I, I know. I I, I I want to go back and listen to it too. Yeah. So I tell you what. He sounds like he's talking to his best buddy and can't wait to tell him all this stuff. I mean, it's it's he yeah. really is into this phone conversation. It, it really and again, is. it's kind of surprising because of who he is. And again, it's because it's on the phone. Right. And, and probably some sterile, uh, who knows where he is. But uh, he's in a hotel somewhere think, in Kansas City. That's yeah. where he's sitting. Yeah. It's hard. You know? Maybe maybe he was just, maybe he just caught him at a time when he was just bored out of his maybe, mind. Maybe it was and, my interview skill, John. Okay, did you ever right, think yeah, of yeah. that, that I made him feel comfortable? I'll give you that. <laughs> all right, thank you. What did Robert say to it? Was he, he, was he pleased with it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to throw some questions out here because I ha- have to ask you. What, Jimmy, uh, uh, all the stuff that you've done in your career with the Yardbirds and Zeppelin and everything, do you, do you sometimes just listen to this stuff or whatever you just and you're just so overwhelmed by what you've done and what you've accomplished and the people that you've influenced? Do you, over, do you get overwhelmed at everything that you've done ever? Well, no, I don't get overwhelmed. But, but 
I suppose it could be overwhelming, but I, it just makes me realise that I've, you know, I've just, I've just, I've got very high standards of myself, and I've just got to, I've just got to stick to that, you know. I understand. Yeah. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, Jimmy, we had a uh, lottery jack. But everybody claims to have high standards. Everybody <laughs> thinks they're reaching for high standards. Right. But they still don't. Most people don't even come close to mm-hmm. what this guy did. No. I mean, I don't know how he can't be just. I just thought of the firm. Yeah, what great well, band that was. That that album was that firm yeah, album. That first one was yeah, unreal. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Satisfaction guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Great song. What's the other one? I'm trying to think of uh, the 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 radio hit. Uh, uh, radioactive. 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 Yes, yes. Yeah. Here in the United States, that was worth one hundred ninety million dollars to one <laughs> winner. Did you I asked. Stop, stop. 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 Rewind. No. Uh, it, well, hold on. So I say, hey, there was just a, a lottery. That uh, in the United States, and it was a record, and it was 190 million. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the question? Uh, up, I don't know. I'm getting ready to ask it. You, you rewind it. I wouldn't go back that far. There you go. No, no. You know? I understand. Yeah. Perfect. Um, uh, a few weeks ago, Jimmy, we had a uh, lottery jackpot here in the United States that was worth $190 million to one wow. winner. I asked, I asked the people, I said, if you could have, you know, you could have any band play at your party. You know, you could buy anybody. And people were coming up with all these different concoctions, you know, that they would reunite this band and this band and pay them this much. If, who would you like to see reunite that is maybe not together? I know I'm, I'm throwing this right off the top of my head at you. Yeah. But... Well, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess. Uh... It's not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not. I'll tell you that right now. Let me guess who it might have been then. Um, what, what he said, the Beatles, although that would have been impossible because John Lennon was dead. Mm-hmm. And ni- this is 98. This is 98. George was, no, George, George died was in alive. Yeah. He was alive. Yeah. So it wasn't the Beatles? I don't think it was. Well, is there anybody in Oh, America? no, no, I'd like to see me. Oh, heck. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe know, like the Yardbirds? people I'd like to have seen, uh, I, I missed. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, Jimi Hendrix, I never saw him play ever. Really? Because I was always working myself. Or if I came off the road, I'd be knackered. He'd be playing in London, you know, and I, I was living in the countryside. Oh, I'll see him next time. And, oh. you know, then you don't, you know? Right. Well, what yeah. about, like, if we did the Yardbirds with Clapton, Page, and Jeff Beck? Wouldn't that be something? Well, it would be, yeah. <laughs> That, of course, Keith Ralph is, isn't with us. He's, he, he, he's dead now, the singer. But right. I know that the Chris Dreyer, who was on bass when I was in the Yardbirds and is now playing rhythm guitar, and uh, Jim McCarty, the two of those original members who've got a version of the Yardbirds going at the moment. And if they ever come your way, I strongly re- recommend you go and see them because they've got a bass player who's from the States who sings, and they've got a guitarist who was with... Um, Oh, Dr. Feelgood, that's right. Yeah. Um, and anyway, we, I, was, I went to see them, and Jeff Beck was there at a club in London, and we both agreed that we never expected them to be anywhere near, as near, not being disrespectful, right. but we didn't right, expect right. them to be anywhere near as good as what they were, which meant that they, were, they really had the spirit of the, of the band. Believe me, they were great. Wow. All right, let, let me throw this at you. Now, they call Keith and Mick the Glimmer Twins. Yeah. They call Steven Tyler and Joe Perry of Aerosmith the Toxic Twins. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard anything for Jimmy Page and Robert Plant. Do you have your own, like, little nickname for yourselves uh, yeah, along that no, line really. anywhere? But, but I tell you what, I bet everyone who works around us has got them. You better ask them. <laughs> like the what? Bastards or something like that? Well, I, I didn't hear what he said. Rewind it. Rewind it. Go ahead. Listen to what he says. 
for yourselves uh, yeah, along that line yeah, anywhere? Yeah, but, but I tell you what, everyone who works around us has got them. You better ask them. <laughs> like the, everyone who works, who works around, around us has got, got their name for them. <laughs> Bastards or something like that? Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> Difficult ones. Jimmy, looking back on Led Zeppelin, what song pleases you the most? Oh, I don't know. That's a really hard question. You know, no, I've been nothing. asked it before, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sidestepping it. But the, every every song that's, that that was re- released on the album, there's something about all of them that I can remember. There's really strong memories. When I when I when I, when I did the the four CD box set and put all those tapes out and and, and, and reprogrammed them and all the rest of it, you know, put them into different running order and re-EQ'd them. I mean, it was really quite it's quite intense for me. Really, I bet it in, a was. Very, in a very pleasurable way. You know, there were moments of nostalgia and and, and, and sadness and elation. Stop it, John. Yeah. That what he just said right there, going back and and listening to all the great music that you did and putting that together, and he's talking about the four CD set. Yeah. Can you imagine what that was like for him? The the feelings that he felt that maybe he he remembered a certain you know where they were at when they recorded a certain song or yeah. something happened or how wasted he was. Oh uh, well, you know. Actually, I can't imagine it. Just like we're doing now, going back and listening to some of our interviews. <laughs> yeah, it's totally comparable. <laughs> but but Neil Young said the same thing. Like he walked into a room. And I read this years ago. He walked into a room that had like all his his original masters, his tapes and everything. And he just started shaking and he had to leave. He was just oh, he was like, I can't I can't listen to these. You know, how about these guys who have written so many songs in their careers? They can't remember the words to any of them. I know. Not any of them, but a lot of them. But a lot of them. Yeah. They have to relearn them. Yeah. Basically, if they go out on tour. Yeah. And they'll have the uh, the. Teleprompter. Teleprompter right there in front of them, too, mm-hmm. just in case they, they, they do forget them. Yeah. It's, it's hard to imagine, you know. Like my friend Ozzy. <laughs> Favaz. Favaz. Weird name. What a fucking weird name, man. <laughs> but, you know, it was that, that, that really was quite, quite intense hearing it all, but I realized what great music it was and what a wonderful textbook it was for other bands, you know. Sure, damn Not right. necessarily the Pearl Jam variety of using this textbook, but Ooh, you know what I mean? Comes back. Just, uh, you know, guitarists and all the rest of it, you know. I must tell there was a shot right there. Yeah, yeah, it comes back to it. I can't tell sometimes I'm looking away. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the tape machine. I can't tell if you're actually <laughs> wanting me to stop the tape and no, talk. I'll tell or, you. I'll tell you. you know, Go ahead. Snap your fingers or something. Right. <laughs> I love the BBC. I'm proud of it. I love the BBC session record. It's I think, good, isn't it? I think that's the best one out of all the... the uh, yeah. I wasn't kidding about uh, that. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. That, that record is something else. Again, I'm going to point this out. He sounds like he hasn't talked to another human in two weeks. He's so excited <laughs> to talk to you. And the compilations and stuff, that one does it for me. All right, yeah. let, let me ask you one more question. I'll, I'll let sure. you go. And I, I know you probably won't be able to answer this, but, but maybe you could throw out a couple uh, or, or two, three things here. What, what, what is the high point of your career? Uh, I mean, you've seen it all. You've oh, been you want to know what the high point of my career was? What is it? It was in Led Zeppelin, and it was when, because you've got to understand that when I started Led Zeppelin, I, I financed it with my own money and paid for the first session, for, you know, the first, like, basically the first album right and uh, you know I paid for it. he paid for the first Led Zeppelin album with I, his I can't own say money that I knew that yeah yeah there's a lot of breaking news in this thing yeah this is a fantastic it's only 20 years old <laughs> wow thanks my own money and all the rest of it and the high point really was getting the first gold disc really just a gold disc wow. I'm not talking about anything down the line where we got tri- triple platinums for Into the Outdoor it was the first gold disc wow yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever heard you say that before. That's really no, you cool. haven't, but it's the truth. Wow. Wow. How about that? That is amazing, man. Yeah, a gold disc. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gold. Know? Well, gold was the the standard at at at, the, at that time in the early days. People weren't even thinking platinum. You know, gold, you had right. a gold record, you 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 hit it. And those are framed, and they're really yeah. nice. And I'm sure that's what he was talking about. But, that, but you know, to a guy like that, that was a big deal to yeah. get that. You know, I think some bands look at it and go, "It's just another piece of hardware." But yeah. I guess the first one is a big deal. Yeah, and, and to have a gold record really is, I guess, not that big of a deal anymore because uh, the uh, artists for uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. They got they got a gold <laughs> record too. So I hate that song. <laughs> Can't stand it. <laughs> Jimmy Page and Robert Plant at the Keel Center Sunday night. Good tickets have just been released today. It's going to be an unbelievable concert. You heard Jimmy say that you're going to hear tons of Zeppelin. And uh, the first time in about three years, I think, since you've uh, been back. Yeah, you can hear And a lot of guitar. And Jimmy's going to crank out the bow, and he's going to rock it. Jimmy Page, uh, thank you for uh, coming on Casey this afternoon. It was an honor to speak with you. Well, thank you, Fazzo. We've had some fun. Hey. All right, let's do uh, Shining All right, in the Light. Stop it. Stop. All right. <laughs> Rewind that bar. He calls me Fazzo. All right. And then we got to hear the liners afterwards, too. Okay. okay. <laughs> Got the bow, and he's going to rock it. Jimmy Page, uh, thank you for uh, coming on Casey this afternoon. It was an honor to speak with you. Well, thank you, Fazell. We've had some fun. Hey. All right. Let's do uh, Shining in the Light now. This is off of Walking in the Clarksdale. It's Page and Plant on Casey. Okay. Now, listen. Jimmy, hold on. Yeah. Can you can you whip through a couple liners for me? Sure, I can, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm rolling tape. Can you say... Um, this is Jimmy Page, and you're listening to the best classic rock and the best new rock on KC95. How about that? When we had that song. Um, yeah. well, I'm going to... Hang on. Write, okay. write it down. Hey. Hold on a sec, yeah? Okay. <laughs> I just want to write down by the time I get through that. I, I hear you. Okay. I just want to write down the station, because, oh, sorry, I'm right. somebody's taking all the notes away. I totally understand. Give me, Give me... The, the pen, and then bring in the notes that you have with the station, because I... Okay, let's let's have the station again. Keishi, K-S-H-E, 9-5. Keishi? Yeah. 95? 95. 95, okay. Yeah. So, so if you say, this is Jimmy Page, you're listening to the best classic rock, best new rock on Keishi 95. Classic rock? Yeah, best classic rock, <laughs> best new rock. Best new rock? Yeah. Okay. Or any there version you want to do right there. Okay, all right. Well, we'll do it now. You ready? Sure, go ahead, I'm rolling. Hi, this is Jimmy Page, and you're listening to the classic and best new rock on KC95. Not quite. That was, but he was close. Yeah? All right. Does he try there's, it again? No, there's one more. Oh. Okay, that's a good one. All right. Hey, can, you do a, uh, can you do one that says, uh, this is Jimmy Page, and rock and roll up your sleeve during the KC blood drive? With the mighty Fuzzo. <laughs> KG. KG Blood Drive. KG Blood Drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, KG. These, these have a lot of artists. We have a lot of those situations yes. on tape where, where we're trying to get the artists to do these things after interviews, and they are hilarious. I know. I They're know. You can relate. Same. Yes. Yes. Donate blood or just something along those oh, lines. Oh, I see. Is it, is it a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. We do a blood drive every year. It's the biggest one of the yes, United States. It's a real thing. People, people actually get blood? What's going on in that country? <laughs> okay. Uh, hi, this is Jimmy Page, and... Uh, I'm advising you guys to get involved with the, the KC blood drive. Good luck to you all. Thank you. I wouldn't do it, but it good luck nice to one. you all. Yes. It was nice. I think that's it. Now, he he did do one for it's me. Perfect. And just do one me. And I stopped it. Oh. I think I, I spliced it off because this is that's it. Oh. And um, I mean, I have it on a hotkey. And I, I played it the other day during uh, Between Zeppelin Songs on, on the Daily Dose where he says, hey, this is Jimmy Page. You're listening to Favaz. He doesn't say Fazo. Yeah. Favaz down. KC 95. KC rock and roll. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> know. You know, that, that so. <laughs> to hear it actually come out of his mouth is yeah. amazing. Yeah.
So well, Jimmy, yeah, that's Jimmy Page. A, Jimmy that, motherfucking Page. That was an excellent interview. Thank Vons. you. You did a great job of that. And you say this was one of your first interviews? No, oh, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was, oh. uh, but I was filling in on afternoons. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't know where in the line of interviews it was, but, you know, once, once I got to Afternoon Drive later that year, actually, you know, as we've said before, and I think it was the Sammy podcast, you know, when you're in Afternoon Drive, that's when a lot of the interviews happen. Yeah. And like with you in the morning show, that's when a lot happened, too. So then I really started building up and, yeah. and, and getting a lot. Well, with me in the morning show, I was always with a partner. So it wasn't right. just you. Most of my interviews are not solo, although I was doing middays for a long time and there mm-hmm. are some solo interviews. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, the, and I think it's I think I think it's always better when it's. Solo one on one. I do just, too. You just uh, uh, you you got your plan. You you, you you know what questions you want to ask, and then uh, another person might ask a question and kind of throw off the the whole um, right momentum of where the whole vibe of, the, of, of where what you're, you're where feeling you're going. Yes, and, and I, so, I don't think I've ever interviewed anybody with somebody else. I really, really? don't. Yeah, and I, I know you've done a bunch because yeah. you've had to. Yeah, so. That's not anything against the people I've worked with or anything no. like that, because I'm sure they probably thought the same thing about a question I probably asked and threw the whole interview <laughs> off. But I'm just saying it. Kind of like the John Mellencamp one where you asked him if Johnny Cougar was going to produce his next record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you were by yourself. That was a great question. Uh, I love that. Uh, thank you. But uh, yeah, yeah. So the interviews can get all scattered and when, when more than one person is trying to interview the person. But, right. Uh, boy, he was great there, and that's another important thing of a, any great interview. The person you interview has to be in. Yes, it. They, they, and 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 I was shocked that he was because I remember when I was told that I was going to do it, I was nervous, and I was just like, "Man, I've heard Jimmy Page do interviews, and you know, he sounds like a dead ass." Yeah, you know, quite honestly, I mean, I've heard him, and, and well, I mean, much of his career he was you know, drugged out. I yeah, mean, he's got a horrible drug history. Right. Uh, 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 you know, addicted heroin to heroin. Problem, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and he, God, he sounded great. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. and he doesn't shy away from that history of his either. I mean, no, he, he kind of embraces it and says, uh, "Hey, no. I did what I had to do in the moment, and uh, it worked out for me." Right, you know, and, and to to hear an artist of his stature also say to other young aspiring artists, "The drugs were good for me, and this right. is what I got out of using them." Right, yeah, kind of a unfortunate message. Right, right, but it's the truth. It is the truth. No, I, yeah, I agree. He's telling the, the truth, how, you know, it, how it all It was came. different back then. It was you different know. back then. I mean, people died back then, but now it's... Much more potent. Yeah, it's much more the potent. THC now is four times more powerful than it was back in, you know, 30 years ago. Right? Well, that and there is a, uh, a wider variety of drugs to do. Yes. You know, yeah. so anyway. Anyway, yeah, we're not, not, talking we're not about that. preaching at all stuff here. <laughs> All right, good job, Favaz. Thank you. What do John? we have uh, next week? We I don't know. I yeah. mean, you're making me want to try to you know dig out the Aussie interviews. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe something from you. I, well, this is the beauty of this podcast, yeah. the Casey Tapes, is that we just don't know. That's right. We'll start texting one another. You know, so you know, probably over the weekend. So. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. I'm John Eulett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz, Casey Guy. Adios, Adios my friend. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.